working on a secret project. I was, my ass was in this office till like 11.30 last night working on something, trying to get it done. I'm hoping I can get it done for the retreat. So that is a big goal, but we'll see. If not, it will come out later in the year. If you guys all get it, it'll all be good. But I want to tell you what it is so bad. I just don't feel like I'm ready to like announce it yet, but it's really cool. And it's not a digital product. That's what I'll tell you guys. It's a physical product that we're developing. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. That's neither here nor there. I've been putting off making this podcast. So I decided I would just go live and I'm just going to talk about it. I made some notes, but I earlier this year or last year spent a lot of money investing in my business and my thoughts about investing in the business have changed a lot in the last year and changed a lot after I went through those programs. And I wanted to talk to you guys about kind of what my thought process is now, what my thought process was then, and what my experience was spending over $50,000, probably closer to $70,000 last year, investing in my business, investing in programs and coaching and all these different things. And I wanted to share with you guys some important lessons I've learned and also just some changes that have been thinking in that have been changing in my own thinking and how I think about investing. And so if you guys are new around here, I want to start this by saying I grew up not a privileged person, right? I grew up in poverty, poor. I lived below the poverty line till I was over probably 30 years old. I'm 37 now. So most of my life. So I just think it's important that you guys have that context. A lot of you guys have heard the story. Like I lived in a tent. <laughs> like there has been times where I was like very, 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 very broke. And so I just want to give you guys that context just so you understand a little bit about me and where I come from and what my life experience is like, because I just think that matters, right? I, I just think it's important that people understand that about me, that that's an experience I lived through, because I think people just see what I have now and they don't see the whole picture of everything that happened before, what it took to get here and what this journey has really been like. And so I just want to put that out there that like, I am making a lot of money now, but that has been a very, 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 very short amount of time, especially when you look at the timeline of my life, the timeline of the business, like we've only been doing multiple six figures of sales for a couple years. Um, and before that, I was investing everything back into the business. Okay. And I always believed in investing a lot and it served me really well in the beginning. So this is kind of what my journey was with investing and I want to share it with you and I hope that it's helpful. Please don't take anything I'm saying and use it against yourself or make your decisions wrong or anytime you take something I say or anyone says and you use it to make yourself feel bad, I'm always like, that's not useful to you. Like I always want you guys to take the things I'm saying and just take the parts that are useful to you and going to help you make money and the rest just throw it out, throw it away. Literally, it's it's not good to you, right? And we talk about this in the mastermind with the coaching because not I'm not like business God. Like, you know, my word is not like <laughs> the ultimate truth or anything. I coach people and I'm happy to give you my perspective and share my experience and share my opinions with you. And I'm happy to talk things out with you and help you come to your own decisions. That's really what I try to do is help people make their own decisions in their business, not just tell them what to do because otherwise you're just codependent on me to make your business decisions, which is not 
not useful to you, right? And so I always tell people on the coaching calls, I'm like, if you take something we say on the coaching calls or you take something I say to someone else and you use it to make yourself wrong or feel bad or in any way that's just not helpful to you, like you're taking the coaching wrong. Like that's not ever how I intend it to be used. And I think that's important that you guys understand that here. I'm just sharing my journey and I've learned a lot and I'm hope hoping these lessons can help some of you guys make some of them, not make some of the mistakes that I made investing in business. And so I was obsessed with my online business when I started it. I had a mental health blog. Most of you guys know that. I scaled that to full-time income. I did that for years. I loved it for a really, really long time. I eventually got burnt out on it and sold it. But at the time, I just like, I loved it so much. And my kind of strategy was to keep my living expenses very, very low. I had a house that I inherited that I have paid off with cash when with money that was left to me from someone in the family. I had a very old car that like used to be my mom's car that she gave to me that was like paid off. So I had a house that was paid off, a car that was paid off. I had like no living expenses. <laughs> okay. So I basically lived for free. At one point I even got a roommate in the house so I could invest even more money back in the business. And I took that 400 she paid for rent and I used that to grow my business. And my whole strategy was like, keep my living expenses very low, keep my business expenses very low and invest all the money back in. At that time it was education because I just knew I needed to learn a lot. Like I didn't know anything about social media when I started. I didn't have a smartphone. I did not have social media. I didn't use it for fun. Most of you guys know, like I used to be a wilderness counselor. I literally lived like in the woods. Like I wasn't, you want to talk about like not a tech person. I could work a computer, but I didn't. I didn't understand this world like at all, right? But I saw like the potential of being able to help people and being able to like share messages and share lessons and that people were like leveraging social media for good. And that was like so fascinating to me. And then I saw people being able to make money at it too. And that was like double fascinating to me. And in my life, I had always really valued freedom a lot. And I worked a lot of jobs that didn't pay very much, but I would have lots of time off or I would have lots of flexibility or I really loved the work. But eventually, like when you live that lifestyle, when you're so broke, like it wears on you. Like it is traumatic being poor in this country. Like there, there's not a lot of safety nets for you. We literally let people rot on the street here. That's a, a thing that happens all the time. And the stress of it is very real. And so eventually I went and got a nine to five job and I had financial security for the first time in my life. I had health insurance. I felt like such a rich queen. I can't even tell you guys. Like I remember going to the doctor, like being able to get the medication I needed. I had always needed antidepressants, but I couldn't afford it consistently. It was like, sometimes I could afford it and sometimes I couldn't. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, I can like go to the doctor and get my meds. And like, I felt like such a rich queen having access to healthcare for the first time in my entire life with my insurance and my benefits. And I had financial security, but I had no time freedom. So I had to be in the office eight to five every day and I had money, but I didn't have freedom. And when I had freedom, I didn't have money. And I always saw the online business as the way to have both. Like it was like, here's a way I can do the work I love, do things I care about, have time freedom, be able to work remotely. A lot of you guys know my partner, Matt and I are gonna be traveling all the rest of the year starting in July. I mean, what an amazing privilege because we both work remote and 
we both have make good income. So we're going to be working remote and traveling and going to Colorado, going to North Carolina. We love like hiking and outdoors. So we're just going to be doing a lot of outdoors stuff. But I always had that vision of like, this is how I'm going to have both. I'm going to have time freedom and money freedom and the impact I want. And it was like the first time I saw the possibility to have what I actually wanted in life. And that was really exciting to me. So I invested very heavily in everything I needed to learn because I knew nothing and I had no platform. I had no nothing. I like I literally knew nothing. I can't even stress that enough. Like negative nothing. Most of you guys know way more than when I started. I really think that because I like I said, I didn't even have the iPhone or anything. And, and this is like way after everybody had iPhone. This is not like that long ago, <laughs> like crazy to think about. And so that strategy worked really well for me in the beginning. It worked really good for me to just basically, I took everything that I made in the business. I picked up side hustle work. I was doing VA work. I was working behind the scenes on people's launches. I was like doing my membership with my mental health group and I had ad revenue and I had all these different revenue streams and I took all that money and I lived very cheap and I invested it back, almost all of it in education. And it changed my life in such a significant way. Like that, that investments I made the first couple years were the most highest ROI like investments ever, right? Because I learned so much and they were well worth what I spent. And I was in an income bracket where I wasn't spending $70,000 yet. Like at that point, like spending $1,000 on a program, that was a huge investment to me. And so I was spending an amount of money that kind of made sense. Like it was like an amount of money where I was getting a lot of ROI. I was learning a lot. Kind of everything that I learned was making me more and more money. Like I was like, learn, I took a course on like how to make a sale in your welcome funnel. And I implemented that. And I started making sales in my welcome funnel, started making more money. I took a course on like how to make a tripwire. And I started like getting my tripwires to convert. I took a course about how to make a membership and I made a membership and I started making thousands of dollars a month off of that. And so I was like learning all these skills and they were making me money. They were like very profitable at that time. And my mindset was like invest very heavy. And if you listen to the old podcast, I talk about that where I'm like, you know, I think you should invest a lot of money in your business. I've always said and been very transparent that I spend a lot of money on education and coaching that's what I spend my money on. And up until like last year, I was getting a really high ROI on it. Now, the business started making more money, probably at like the end of 2020. The business changed pretty significantly. We went from like a six-figure business to a 200, over $200,000. I think we did 230 last year business. And that's a huge amount of growth. I mean, it's just like I mean, we, we doubled it. It was just like insane. Right. And it had taken me forever to get to six figures. So I was like, you know, I always believe in miracles. I'm always here for like big things happening. But I don't think you can really be prepared to grow a business and grow a business and grow a business and work and work and work and work and get to six figures. And then like six months later, it's at 200. I don't know. It was just a very crazy experience. And I had my same mindset, which was like, I'm going to invest heavily in the business and then that money will pay out and I started following some higher coaches some kind of like higher that run kind of higher level masterminds and kind of everyone that I was listening to and that I really trusted was telling me you know you spend like $25,000 $50,000 on a mastermind but you're gonna get a million dollar business at the end of it 
and it's like a huge ROI and like, yeah, it's, you spend a lot, but the ROI comes back and it, it is a good investment. And it was really easy for me to like make the, to like agree with that because up until that point, like the ROI on what I had spent in the business had paid out, like it, it worked. Right. So I was like, yeah, that's been my strategy all along. We invest a lot and it comes back a lot and like, this will be great. Right. And I think there is a trend right now and what I saw in these masterminds and in the, especially in the more expensive masterminds, there's kind of this, you're kind of sold this belief that spending most of your profit margins on coaching will accelerate your results. So you're really sold on this idea and the program I was in like really kind of sells this idea that you overspend on coaching, you spend a significant amount of your money on coaching. Even some people in that program were spending all of their profits because we had to do income reporting. I think what opened my eyes to this whole thing and what changed everything for me was I joined this program. It was $25,000 for six months. It was a three-year program. You're supposed to commit to three years when you join, $150,000 commitment, and you do income reporting in this program. And so when I joined, my business was already making over 200,000. I still think $50,000 a year when you're making 200,000, I still think that is overspending on coaching, just so we all are clear. <laughs> and now in the mastermind, you know, I'm bringing Whitney and my financial advisor to talk to you guys about profit margins and this stuff because I never, nobody ever taught me this stuff, right? And this is the other thing that was like very eye-opening to me about business coaching was like, how the fuck have I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on business coaching and no business coach has ever taught me how to look at my profit margins or talked about the financial health of my business. And I think this, I'm not shading anybody. These are just my opinions, okay? But I think there's problematic things happening. And when I see problematic things, I just have to say something. I'm not someone that can just like watch. And this is an industry that I love. Like I love coaching and I love business coaching. It's like my industry, right? And so it is like my place to say something, I think. And I'm not trying to like be mean to anybody or to shade anybody or to shame anybody, but I think it's important to have this perspective out there. But I think the reason that there is no talk of profit margins or financial health, or what does it mean to have a financially healthy business? What does it mean to have healthy profit margins in a business? The reason there's no talk about any of that in a business program that's $50,000 a year is because people are being encouraged to overspend on coaching at the expense of the financial health of their business, at the expense of their profit margins. You're just supposed to spend all your money on coaching and then that's supposed to like take you to the million dollar like thing or whatever. And it's all supposed to pay out or whatever. But when we were reporting the income in there, you know, every month we had to put our sales revenue which doesn't include expenses, by the way. And I saw a significant amount of people, a concern to me, a concerning amount of people in that group that were making well under $100,000 a year, that were spending $25,000 on a business coaching program. And I just felt like this is not a good use of people's resources. And it, it really started to freak me out because I felt like it was like gambling. This is just all my opinion, okay? But once I saw this, I like couldn't unsee it, right? And it felt like people kept reinvesting round after round, even though they were making 
well under a hundred thousand dollars a year in sales that's not even including their expenses so some of them were spending all of their revenue to join this coaching program every six months or whatever right and it just felt like people were signing up round after round like they were going to win the lotto like it was like well i'm gonna like hit it big and i'm gonna be like a million dollar coach or i'm gonna be like i'm gonna have a six-figure launch and it felt like gambling it felt like people were making financial decisions just kind of hoping and praying they were going to get this outcome that they wanted and it sat really weird with me and made me feel very very weird and then i started looking i hired my financial advisor and i started looking at my own profit margins and the money that i had been spending on coaching and the truth was like even though i was making over two hundred thousand dollars a year and i spent twenty five thousand dollars on that mastermind i also spent bought another program that was over twenty five thousand dollars i bought a coaching certification that was twenty three thousand dollars and so when i started looking at my own profit margins i was doing the same thing they were where I was just spending everything I was making back into coaching kind of on this idea that like, I'm going to hit it big, right? Like I'm going to, it's, it's okay that I'm spending everything that I'm making right now because someday I'm going to be like the star of the industry or something. Right. Or like, I'm going to make like a, have a big launch and like, it will, it will all work out. And I just decided I didn't want to run my business like that anymore. I felt like it wasn't a strategic way to run a business anymore. I felt like it was akin to like gambling. Like I felt like I had been buying lottery tickets and I was seeing like a lot of other people do that as well. I kind of just, I felt like I had like my eyes open every month looking at those income reports and seeing like knowing that they were spending $50,000 a year to be in that program and that they're profit margins just didn't make sense. Like it proportionally didn't, the amount of money they were spending on coaching was disproportionate to the amount of sales they were making. Okay. And so I just want to have this conversation with you guys because, and it's tricky in the beginning, because here's the thing is like, I think you do have to overspend at different points in your business, but I think it has to be done very strategically. And I think this is not talked about very often. Okay. But I think if you're going to overspend Overspend means you are either spending all of your profit <laughs> or negative amounts of your profit. And I, this is where it gets a little tricky because I do think most businesses cost money to start. So if you start a restaurant or I dated someone that used to develop apps, when they develop apps, they go get investors that literally give them millions of dollars to start these startups that they do. They would go around and like do all these little startup stuff. And, you know, they got like $30 million to do their startup because it costs money to start a business and you're putting the money in the business, growing it, and then eventually you pay the investors back and you pay yourself back and everybody makes money and it's all good, right? And so there's times where you have to strategically overspend, but I think that needs to be done with a lot of thoughtfulness and I think you really need to be evaluating what you're spending money on in your business if you're not making any money, okay? You know, here's the, and this is like, the thing is, is like, I think in the beginning, the potential for those payouts of overspending, I think the potential is more. I think as I made more money and started investing more money, I was kind of told like, oh, you're gonna spend 25,000, but you're gonna be making like hundreds of thousands more, like, cause it's gonna like exponentially. But I saw no evidence of that in any of these masterminds I was in. 
I didn't see any evidence of people going into those programs and getting the ROI and getting these huge numbers they were claiming. And the people that did have the fancy testimonials where people were making lots and lots of money, it wasn't usually from that coach's program. It wasn't usually from that mastermind. If those people had never joined that mastermind, they would have been making the same amount of money because they had huge platforms. They had huge reputations. They had a lot going for them before they ever joined that mastermind. And it's like, yeah, they were in the mastermind, but the mastermind didn't necessarily get them that result. And so I just did not see a correlation of people joining these $25,000, $50,000 masterminds and getting that type of ROI back. Like, I just don't see it, right? And so I think you've got to really look at like, this is what I'll say about investing. If you're going to overspend, you have to have a plan to make that money back. So when people join the mastermind, I really want to help you make your money back when you join the mastermind. We're doing the summer bundle. The reason we're doing the summer bundle is so I can get you email subscribers so you can sell to them so you can make your money back. We have trainings in there to help you do that. We have the launch line training where you can do a half-assed launch and then you like do it again and you make your launch better and better. You can steal my launch strategies. I have all of the launch behind the scenes in there from my $30,000 launch that we did last year. Um, literally the emails, the posts, like everything that we did, videos of me behind the scenes, like everything we did in the launch. What you want to do when you come into the mastermind or when you go into any program is be looking at that ROI. You want to be committed to making that money back. So to pay for the mastermind, I'm always like make a $97 thing, sell 10 of them in a year, that will pay for the mastermind. Make a $50 thing, sell 20 of them, that will pay for the mastermind. And you wanna be thinking that way when you're investing and when you're overspending, when you're strategically overspending. We just did this with the house. We're strategically overspending with the house, okay? So we are, you could, could you guys send me some good real estate closing vibes, please? We are under contract for another house. It is an amazing deal. It is much more than I thought we would be spending. Probably like $200,000 more expensive than I thought we would be spending. However, the other option, it might have even, actually it might have even been more than $200,000. Our other option, there were two options. There was a house that was $330,000 and there was a house that was $545,000. I can't do math, that's like $200,000, right? So in my mind, as like someone who's been poor their whole life and has a lot of thoughts about money, I'm like, we should get the cheaper house. It's a better investment. <laughs> I'm like, it's $200,000 cheaper. Like, hello, <laughs> we should get the cheaper house. <laughs> but the cheaper house has a, a much lower ROI on what we can rent it for. Because the house, even though the house that we're getting is $200,000 more, it's actually worth a lot more than that. And it's in a much more valuable neighborhood, especially for vacation rentals, which is what Matt and I want to do. We live in like a vacation town in Florida where my family is. So I want to have a house here that will be a vacation rental that my family can use. And Matt and I will have a place to like come back to here so I can see my family. And so just because the house was cheaper, we will actually make more, even though the mortgage is more and the bills are more and the expenses are more, the income is also higher. The, the earning potential of selling it when we go to sell it in like five years is much, much higher. And so the, re the rate of return is a lot more than $200,000. So, and the potential income potential is much higher. And so even though it's more money, it's actually a better investment. 
right? And so we're overspending right now because that business doesn't exist yet. It's going to be a vacation rental business that we have, but it doesn't bring in any money right now. It's a, it doesn't exist, right? And so, and we have to put over $100,000 down to put 20% down. We're putting $100,000 into a business that's not generating any revenue. But we have a plan where in six months, it will start paying them, it will start paying the mortgage, and then it will start making us more than the mortgage. And then we will start paying ourselves back. And we have a plan to pay that money back and to leverage it to put into other investments to make even more money. Okay, so we're strategically overspending, we're going into the negative, <laughs> spending $100,000 $100, going out. But you want to think about your online business. This is like, I want you to think about your online business like a business. You're not just buying courses or paying for coaching. There has to be an ROI at the end of that. I'm not just putting like $100,000 into real estate. It's like I have a plan of like how I'm going to get that money back out, right? It's like I have a plan of like we're going to do these things and we'll be able to do this and we'll be able to do that. Now, I'm guessing because I've never done any real estate investments. And I also know because I've never been in this industry and I'm doing a new business and I'm doing something I've never done before, I always give myself a lot of room to fuck up. I always just assume everything is going to be harder than I think it is. It's going to take longer than I think, and it's going to be more expensive. And I make every business decision like that now. I'm just like, I just assume, like if I want to launch a new product, I don't assume the first launch is going to be good. I assume it's going to take me a year to sell it. A year. Like this is for real. If I were going to close the mastermind and start a new offer, I would not expect that offer to be successful. And this is from me with, at this point, seven years of full-time like sales experience and marketing experience with a decent size email list and a decent reputation. I don't have an expectation that I could just pull the plug on the mastermind and launch some new program and just have it take off the first launch. I would give myself a year to get good at developing the program to make sure it's really, really good to make sure we're really good at selling it to create a system that's replicatable that we can run over and over again and make the money consistently. I would give myself at least a year to do that. And I see a lot of business owners that just turn around on their online business and they're like, well, I've been working really hard for six months, but I haven't made any money. And it's like, well, how many times have you sold something? A lot of times they're like, I haven't sold anything. Or they're like, well, I tried to sell something and no one bought. And I was like, so you did one sale? Like, and you expect that to like make you money? I'm like, no, I would, I would fully expect to have to sell all the time for a whole year to be able to sell a new program, right? And I think that mindset is, is helpful. So... All of this to say, like, I think it's okay to overspend. However, I think you need to check in with yourself and make sure you're not doing it from a gambling mentality of like, I'm going to overspend so I get better results. I was overspending in my business by an embarrassing amount of money, to be honest with you guys. Like, especially now that I'm looking at wanting to buy real estate, I'm like, oh, fuck, I could have bought like two houses last year and I just spent it all on coaching and all on masterminds and stuff because I was like, I really bought into this idea that you overspend on coaching and that's going to speed up your results and give you all these big results. Um, and I did not have that experience. I did not see any evidence that people are having those experiences. That's just my opinion about it. I really, where I'm investing is I really love group coaching. That's why I have the program that I have and it's priced the way that it is. And it just really cemented for me that I'm not going the high-end route with this stuff. I kind of started doing that transition a little bit and I pulled back from it. And the reason why is because I think the ROI and the group coaching is so much higher. 
And so that's where I'm investing. I still believe in coaching. I still use it all the time. I still really love it. I don't have a one-on-one coach right now because I don't see the people that I would want to pay to work with charge so much that I don't see the ROI there. And I'm not going to overspend on coaching anymore. And so I'm in group coaching programs. I'm in group coaching programs. I'm in coaching memberships where I can watch other calls and listen to other people get coached. I get just as much takeaways from that as I do a one-on-one coach. I know a lot of people disagree with me, but for me personally, and a lot of people in the mastermind have said the same thing, I get just as much, if not more, from watching other people get coached. Because the reality is like, you don't always know the questions to ask. Like you don't always know even what you should be asking or what you should be getting coaching on. And then you'll see someone else and you'll be like, oh my God, like I totally see that. I, I am doing that too. And I would have never even known that that was happening, right? I wouldn't have even had enough awareness to even get coached on it because I didn't even know it was something I should be thinking about. And so I just think if you're looking for investments, I do, like I said, I do think investing in actual skills, actual skills of like how to make tripwires, how to make sales, how to make freebies, how to do launches, like learning the actual marketing skills. I think people need way more marketing skills than they think they do. And I think they're, they need to be way better at them than they used to. I think that the industry has changed now. Like things are different than when I started my blog, like it seems like a really, really long time ago, (laughs) but the market's more sophisticated now. And that just means like you have to be on your marketing shit. If you want to make it here, like you've got to be good at social media good at sales pages, good at copywriting. Like you have to be good at your launch and sales strategy. Your program needs to be excellent. That's why I'm offering the coach course in the mastermind. That bonus is incredible. It's starting Wednesday. So you can still join and get the coach course bonus. I suggest you do that uh, because it's going to be excellent. It's going to be a whole program about how to work with people and and get them results. And you can use it to create courses. You can use it to create workshops. You can use it for Voxer. You can use it for coaching. You can use it to coach yourself. Like there's so many different ways you can use it, but your program has to be excellent. Your marketing has to be excellent. You know, I'm tired of seeing people running around the internet acting like, like, oh, everybody can help and everybody can be an expert. Everybody can have an online business. And it's like, yeah, if you're going to take the time to become a really good marketer, but if you're not going to do that, like you're, you're, probably wasting your time, right? And so if you want to become a great marketer, I would love to help you. We have a ton of business strategy in the mastermind and the mindset and the coaching. It's $97 a month. If I were to do one-on-one coaching now, I don't even know what we would have to charge. Probably, it used to be 5,000 for three months, but it probably would have to be more than that now because my time is so valuable. And I just don't think you guys can get the ROI from it. That's why I don't do it. It's not because I, I really love doing the one-on-one coaching. Like, it's not like, like that. It's like, I don't do it anymore because of what I have to charge to make it make sense for me as a business person is so high that I don't think it's the best investment you can make in your business. I don't think spending $8,000 for one-on-one coaching with me is the best investment in your business. I think what is a much better investment in your business is going into the mastermind where you can get that coaching for 97 bucks. You can get a whole year and all of the coaching calls I've ever done in the mastermind for 997. There's literally hundreds of hours of training you get access to when you join for the year because you get every mastermind call ever from all of the guests, all of the co-coaches, and myself, everything we've ever done, you get all of you get the whole replay vault when you join for a year. 
it's nine ninety seven for a year. Not only do you get the replay vault, you get the live coaching. And so to me, when I look at the ROI of that, I'm like, yeah, you guys could definitely come in there and make a lot more than a thousand dollars. That is an investment that you could get the return on that would have a good return for you. Right? Just like me putting the money into this house, it's gonna get I really think it will get a good return. We'll see. Right. And like I said, I'm, I never make investments where I'm not prepared to take the loss. So this is not all of me and Matt's money. Like this is just one investment we're making. We sold two houses last year and the market was really high and we made a lot. Right. And so I'm not taking every single thing I have and investing it in one thing. It's like I'm taking a chunk strategically. We're going to see what results this property gets. We're going to learn from it. We're going to see like you know, this is what we think it will get on the return. Is that right? And why not? And figure out why it's working or not working. And then we'll go from there and we'll either sell it and get a better, different, more profitable house, or we'll keep it and make money. Right. But I don't risk my financial health making investments. This is what I want to say is like, there's a couple problematic things I see about investing. One is like you overspend, but you're going to make so much money, so it's fine. The other one, oh, the other one is like, go all in on yourself. You really got to believe in yourself, which I just think is like such a crock of shit. And I heard, I think it was Megan said this. She's like, no one ever says that to men. And I was like, that's so, that's such a good point. I was like, no one is ever going around to men just like, you really just need to believe in your dream and like spend all of your money on your business if you believe in yourself. <laughs> it's like, what? It's not a good, that's not a good business decision. What are you talking about? Like, that's not good business advice. Sometimes making investments can be a little painful, right? So like when I was spending all of my money in my business, like there were times where things felt tight and it felt like a little bit of a squeeze and there was some pressure involved there, but I was never risking my financial well-being. I was never risking losing my house. I was never risking not being able to pay my bills, right? And so you want to evaluate what are you actually willing to risk and you want to be okay with taking that loss. I kind of know and have calculated kind of in my mind if this property doesn't rent for what we think it will and it doesn't pay the mortgage. The mortgage is a lot, it's an expensive house, right? So if it doesn't pay the mortgage and we're having to pay out of pocket every month and we decide we wanna sell it and the market here is pretty volatile. If you live in Florida, I'm always like, a lot of housing markets go like this like they just kind of rise steadily over time. The Florida housing market goes like this. It like goes really high and it crashes and it goes really high and it crashes. It, it has been doing that my entire life. And it's like if the market, if there is a recession and the market crashes here and we're not able to sell the house for what we bought it for and we have to pay off part of that loan, right? It's like if we can only sell it for let's say 400,000 and we still owe 50 on it or something and we have to pay 50 out of pocket, right? It's like, can we afford to take that hit? Like, can my business still survive? Can Matt and I still live the lifestyle we want? Do we have other money to live on? And so when I'm looking at making investments in the business, I don't advise you guys ever to like go all in. Um, if you're gonna put things on credit cards, I think I think that can be a good investment sometimes if you know you how you're gonna get the ROI right? If you know you're going to pay it off at a certain amount of time. If if you, the way that I have strategically used credit cards, and don't take this as business advice, don't do this, okay? But this is just what I did. I just, there was something I needed for the business. It was a couple thousand dollars. I did not have a couple thousand dollars. I put it on a credit card. 
I figured out how long it was going to take to pay it off. And I figured out with the interest rate, how much money would I pay in interest? And I made the decision, like, am I willing to pay that extra money to have that access to the information and the things I need now? And at that point in the business, I was, I was like, yeah, I would happily pay an extra couple hundred bucks so I can get what I need right now and get moving on this and get unstuck. And I think I'll make more than that back. And I was right. And it worked. Right. So you can strategically, that's what I'm saying about strategically overspending. It's like, you've got to play out the worst case scenarios. A lot of business coaches are coaching people to make business decisions based on the best case scenario, but guess fucking what? Most people in their programs are not getting the best case scenario. I'm sorry. Like I saw it in that program I was in, which is supposedly one of the best in the industry and the best in the business and all this stuff. I didn't see it. I did not see it. I saw a lot of people making less money when they joined because they were so freaked out about how much they were overspending. I saw a lot of people with a ton of mind drama because they were spending $25,000 that they really couldn't afford to lose. Um, I saw people really stressed about like, how am I going to pay this off? I joined and I thought all this magical stuff was going to happen and it's not going that way. And what am I going to do? I saw a lot of people having a lot of drama caused by those large investments, but I did not see those large investments making big miraculous stuff for people. And so I think a good rule for investing is like play out the best case and play out the worst case. And you always need to really ask yourself, like, am I willing to live through the worst case scenario? So for me, getting this house is like, am I willing to live through the worst case scenario of losing money on that house if we have to sell it and the market goes down or, or whatever we end up doing? Am I willing to live with that? That is the risk I'm taking for the trade-off of learning the information I need to be able to invest in more real estate and use that as leverage to build wealth for myself for the trade-off of potentially having a property here where my family is that will make money and be a good investment for us. And like, am I willing to live through the worst case scenario for the possibility of the best case scenario? And you really need to ask yourself that. And if you really cannot afford to lose whatever money you're putting in the business, you should not invest it. You shouldn't do it. Like, I'm just like, you know, I think a lot of people make the investment and they're like, they're like, I'm just going to believe in myself and believe I'm getting the best case scenario. But like I'm saying, this stuff, everybody is on a different timeline. If there's one thing I've learned from coaching so many people in the mastermind and helping so many people with businesses, it is like this shit happens on the timeline it takes. Like your business is on your business's timeline. Like some people come in the mastermind and make a lot of money right away. We don't use those stories in our marketing because I don't want people joining with that expectation. I want people joining fully fucking expecting to bust their ass for a year, to make their 90 day plan, committed to coming in, making their 90 day plan, coaching their brain, doing the work, failing their asses off, feeling uncomfortable emotions. Like that's how I want people to decide to invest. I don't want people to, to invest being like, oh my God, so-and-so had a $5,000 launch. Well, that person had an email list already. That person had already been an expert in what they were teaching. The people that come into the mastermind and make money right away, usually they are people that either have a big following that they haven't monetized before. So they just have a big following on Instagram or they just have a big email list. They have a big blog or something, but they're not making money from it. They're not doing marketing and sales and they come in and I teach them how to do marketing and sales and they make money. But if you don't have an email list, it's like, you're not going to get that result. So I'm not going to use that person's, that person's story and their huge like thing in the marketing for the mastermind, because I just don't think that that is 
I just think it's misleading. And I think there's a lot of programs that use testimonials that way in a way that I feel like is unethical and misleading. Just remember that when you guys are investing and you see people with all these big flashy success stories, a lot of those programs are very, very big. Okay. So a lot of them have, and I've been in them. You guys have been in them. Like a lot of them have hundreds of people that have never gotten any result. Right. And so, yes, they're showing their, their testimonial stories, but you just want to make sure that you're really looking at, is this program going to give me strategies that will actually get me this money back? And how am I going to get it back? You need to have a plan. I'm not just like buying a $500,000 house. It's like, we have a plan of like, how many days a month do we have to rent it? And what would the minimum rate have to be? And what would we have to do in a year to break even? Like we have a plan of how we're gonna get that investment back and how it will be profitable. So if you buy, and I'm putting money into a house, you guys are putting money into education in your business, but it's the same. You need to have a plan of like, these are the skills I'm gonna learn. This is how I'm gonna make the money back. This is what I'm gonna sell. Like know what you're gonna sell and how many. I'm always like in the mastermind, I'm like make a $97 product and sell 10. Then you can join the mastermind and get coaching for a whole year. <laughs> it's like, come on, right? Make a $50 product and sell 20. In a whole year, you can, you can get coaching in there with us and come to all the live calls and all the trainings and all the things we do in there. And you just wanna make sure that you have a plan like that. Like if I'm gonna invest in this, what are the things I'm gonna learn? And how am I gonna make that investment back? Don't just put money into a program thinking, oh, I'm going to hit it big because that's gambling. It's literally like playing the fucking lotto, right? And I'm tired of business coaches. Act, I'm, this is like a rant, okay? But I'm tired of business coaches acting like they can ignore people's, R, people's ROI. They can ignore people's profit margins. They can ignore like revenue coming into the business and just tell people, invest, 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 invest. You'll get the money back. I don't see evidence of that. If I saw evidence of it, it would be different, okay? Because I want everybody in my community to win. That's what I've always wanted. I want people in here to motherfucking win. Like, think about it all the time. Matt and I talk about this all the time because we're in St. Augustine, which is where I lived in my early 20s. I went to college here, and my brother and I lived here, and we were broke, okay? But it was different times. We worked in restaurants and rent was cheap here. Like this used to be a cheap, cheap, cheap place to live. Like, and we would, I mean, we paid probably like a couple hundred bucks on rent. There was times, there were definitely times where like my brother like lived on a porch <laughs> at one point. Like he just lived on someone's porch and like his bed out there and stuff. Uh, it was like screened in, but it was a screened in porch in Florida with no air conditioning. Uh, I lived in a bunk bed in a house with no air conditioning, also in Florida. But like we were able to kind of get by, but the cost of living here now is is absolutely insane. I have I think about it all the time. I'm like, I don't know how people are surviving right now because I look at like my life not that long ago and I would not be able to survive right now. Like I'm like, how are people paying rent? How are people having kids? Like how are people paying for food? Like I would not have, I don't know what would have happened to me if I had been as poor as I was when I was young in the economy, the way that it is now. And so I have a real sense of urgency about like, I see ways for people to make money online. I wanna get very good at helping people do that. I wanna get very good at helping people leverage that. Even if it's just a side hustle for you and I can help you make like a couple hundred bucks for the rest of your life, like that starts to do things for people's life. Like that starts to change things for families. Like I, that is not lost on me. Like I understand that. If I saw people overspending 
on these one-on-one coaching programs and spending $10,000 on one-on-one coaching and spending $25,000 on masterminds. And I saw it working for people and I saw it helping people. And I saw it as a way that you guys could win. I would fucking be the first person to tell you to do it. I would, but I don't see the evidence of that. I just don't. And I'm tired of people acting like, and not saying anything about it. I'm like, these the high ticket programs in my mind, I'm like, I really feel like I was kind of scammed, like to be honest. And I feel like there's probably a lot of people in the industry that feel like that. Anyway, I just wanted to put these thoughts out here. I don't know how like well thought out this is. Hopefully this is helpful to somebody. <laughs> if this resonates with you, let me know. If you're thinking about joining the mastermind, like I said, this is how I want you to evaluate any of the buying decisions, including my program, okay? I want you to think about what is the best case outcome and what is the worst case outcome? And are you willing to risk it? Are you willing to risk the, and the worst case might happen. I don't know, right? The worst case might happen with my house. I don't know what's going to happen with this house that we're buying. Like there was a hurricane here last year. My brother lost his house. It was flooded. It took months for them to be able to live in something like that could happen. I don't know. But it's like, am I willing to risk the worst case for the possibility of the best case? You just got to really ask yourself. And if you cannot, if you honest to God cannot afford to lose that money, do not make the investment. Like you have to look out for number one here. You have to take care of you and you have to take care of your family. And that always has to come first. And do not ever fucking let someone tell you to over invest in the business and just like risk it all. And it's all going to pay off. That's gambling. That is like a gambling mindset. It's like the lotto. That is not strategic thinking. I just want people, I'm, and I'm okay with overspending as long as you're doing it strategically and as long as you see what the worst case scenarios are and can I risk it. And a lot of times when we play out the worst case, they're not that bad, right? Our brains love to be like, oh my God, what if like I don't make any money? And it's like, well, I mean, the worst case in the mastermind is like you don't make any money you're going to meet amazing people. You're going to get great coaching. You're going to learn a ton of skills. You're going to get a ton of support. Like, is that worth it to you? You have to answer that. Then from that place, decide. I just want people making strategic decisions. So this is my rant about that. I think that there is a really dangerous trend in business coaching about overspending on coaching and this idea that you invest in these big, really expensive coaching programs and they get you these huge ROIs. I have not seen that happening consistently. I just haven't. I've seen very, very little evidence of it. And that's, to be honest with you, the reason that I'm not offering small group and one-on-one anymore is because what I would have to charge, I just don't think it is the best investment. I don't think it's the best use of your guys' money. I think you can use that money and get higher returns somewhere else, right? Especially because you can get coaching from me in the mastermind at like an eighth, a, billionth of the price of that. It's $97 a month versus thousands of dollars a month to do one-on-one coaching with me. And to me, I'm like, well, that is a much better ROI. Like that will help them a lot more. And then you can take that money and use it for other things. And I feel a lot better about that as a business coach personally. And so that's the reason, like you guys have kind of been seeing these changes happen. I think you've heard me talk about it a little bit, but those are the reasons that's what happened. I think when I saw the income reporting in that group, I was just unable to pretend like that's not happening. And I for sure know I don't want to run my program like that. 
This is the other thing I'll say really, really quick. Okay. This is the other thing that I realized too, that this person, you know, I really looked up to and she has this like huge successful business and this incredible success story. And I just was like, so like razzle dazzled by her and her whole thing. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, that's just like so incredible, everything that she built. But you want to look at like people's business models and you want to ask yourself, like, is that a business model I would want? And a lot of people selling one-on-one coaching that are business coaches that are like, oh, I make all this money online. Like I make all this money online. If you're not going to sell a $25,000 mastermind, I don't feel like they're, they're qualified to help you. And so this is my criteria for when I hire people to help me with my businesses and you can take or leave this. Okay. I don't hire any business coaches that haven't run other businesses. So I started in mental with a mental health blog and I scaled that to full time and I could have taken that much further. Right. I pivoted into this because I just was tired of talking about depression and anxiety. It was like linked to a lot of trauma for me. And this is like a way I can still talk about mental health and still talk about mindset without it feeling so personal, which is a lot better for me. I think there's a lot of people that are business coaches that make a lot of money selling $25,000 masterminds, selling high ticket one-on-one, teaching people how to make money. But I don't think a lot of them could make a business in a different industry. I don't think they could make a business in a different niche. And I feel like that might be kind of a mean thing to say. But that's my opinion. And I just, I just, I'm just so tired of all this stuff. I just feel like I just have to like tell the truth. It just is, it's just like who I am. I, it would be a lot easier for me in life if I wasn't this way. <laughs> like I wish sometimes I could just like keep things close to me. Right. But personally, I wouldn't hire a business coach that has never had a business. Why would I hire a business coach that has never had a business to teach me how to run a business unless I want to be a business coach teaching other business coaches to be business coaches. But that like gets into like a whole pyramid scheme thing. Right. And so I'll just offer that to you. I personally would not hire a business coach that has not had a successful business doing something else. You can say what you can think what you want about that. I know a lot of people will disagree with me on that. That's okay. That's just my, like I'm saying, this is like my personal criteria. And then if they don't have a business model, I want, so if I don't want to sell $25,000 masterminds, why am I going to hire a business coach when that's her whole business model is like selling $25,000 masterminds, selling coaching programs, selling whatever, right? And so just look at what are they selling and what are the price points? And is that a business I would want? And if you don't want their business, I personally wouldn't hire them. Okay. Pretty much everything that I sell at this point is under $1,000. $97 a month for the mastermind. Is that high ticket? I don't know. It depends who you ask. But that's the price point. I feel like I I feel very confident I can get you guys the ROI. I feel very confident you'll make more money than what you're paying me. And I just always want it to be that way. And it's like that way I can win because I have this offer that's amazing, that's scalable, that we can put a lot of people in. Yes, I have to do a lot of work going and getting a lot of people, right? But that's okay with me. And you guys can win because you get an offer where you're going to get more value than what you pay. And that to me, that is a successful business model in my eyes. Like I look at how I felt in that, some of those programs I paid for in the $25,000, $20,000, even some I did that were 15000 You know, I look at how I felt in those programs and I don't ever want my clients to feel that way. 
I mean, I paid $25,000 to a coach that did not know my name, didn't know anything about my business, um, never talked to me. It's just like, how are you justifying that? Right. And it felt bad. It felt bad to pay for something like that and to be treated as poorly as I felt like we were treated in that program and to have see other people having really, in my mind, kind of traumatic experiences in there. And I just never want that for my people. And so anyway, this is all kind of rambly. It's just off the top. But I would say like, that's a big thing I've been thinking about is like, I'm not going to go into a $25,000 mastermind. Because those people have business models where a substantial amount of their revenue is selling a $25,000 thing. And I don't believe that selling a $25,000 thing is what's best for my community. I don't think it's a good ROI for you guys. And so I'm not going to do that. And so why would I hire a coach that has a business model that I don't want, right? A coach I would hire would be someone that has a membership model, someone that has made millions of dollars selling a $1,000 program, someone that has made their program building their own audience organically, not being tied with like other big names and paying to be in masterminds to be around other smart people. Like I don't want to build my business that way by paying for notoriety and paying to be like around close fancy people on the internet. Like I don't want to pay to be in that world. It's just not how I want to build my business. So look at how they built their business and what are they selling? And is that what you want, right? And so for me, it's like, I want to work with coaches that have built their businesses organically, that have run many different businesses in different industries, online and offline. And I want to work with people that are around my price point. And then I wanna invest at a level that makes sense for our profit margins. I do not spend all of my money on coaching anymore and guess what i'm making way more money just by not fucking spending seventy thousand dollars on coaching this year i will have a seventy thousand dollar increase in my bank account and i don't even have to sell anymore and so i don't know i just think like you know it's a tricky balance and i understand why this is a hard conversation to have because at the same time it's like like i said i do think you need to invest to learn skills i spent a lot of money having the skills i have i spent a lot of money learning the things that i know Right. And now I want to leverage them into like an Airbnb business. We're going to use the marketing and the same stuff I teach to get that business up off the ground and make it profitable. And I think I'll have many businesses in my lifetime. I think those skills will pay out many, many, many times over. Right. And at the same time, I do think you need to invest at a level that makes sense for your income, for the resources you have and for the profit that you have in your business. Like you need to be investing proportionally in a way that makes sense and not overspending, thinking that overspending is somehow going to do something magic and get you some big result because that's gambling. That's not investing. That's gambling. And that's what I'm seeing in the trend that I'm seeing with these high end programs and why I'm no longer participating in them and why I'm choosing to speak on this. I'm hoping it will save someone $25,000. And honestly, like why I started making the coach certification. I'm doing the coach certification and the reason really why is people kept asking me where they should get certified and I think these programs are overpriced. I do not think people should be paying $23,000 to get a life coach certification. I just don't. I personally don't. Like I think that you could get a college degree for that. (laughs) I think I have a lot of opinions about that, about the coaching industry and some of the certifications that I've done. And I I have a lot of opinions about therapists too, by the way, and about like 
their credentials and like that whole process too. So I'm not someone that's like, oh, life coaching is scammy. Like I, my personal like experience has been life coaching did everything for me. Therapy kept me very stuck and was hard for me just with my trauma and my brain. I'm not, and you should go to therapy. I still have a therapist by the way. Like, and I'm a huge proponent of therapy. So, but I'm not one of those people that's like therapy is like legitimate and life coaching scammy. I don't think that at all. I think like life coaching changed my life and like thank god for the life coaches that i had um and have worked with because it changed how i think about everything forever and i would not have this business without that a hundred percent and i don't think those certifications are worth twenty three thousand. the one i did was like kind of it was i just can't recommend it to you guys in good faith like i can't like i don't think it's worth the money i don't think you get enough feedback to be a good coach i don't think you get enough tools to be a good coach i think it's overpriced and I think what they say it is and what's inside don't match up. And so I can't send people where I got certified. And then I've looked at other certifications to recommend to you guys. And I haven't found one that I feel like is a good value. I think most of them are way overpriced. And it really bugs me that it's being sold now like, oh, you just become a life coach and then you have a six-figure business. Because I see very little evidence for that either. So I'm like... I need to see some data if you're going to be selling people that because I think most people that get the certifications don't make the $20,000 back. I don't think anybody in my class made their money back. Like I just don't see it happening. And so, which is fine if you want to take the certification, but they're sold like, Oh, you're going to be able to make a six figure business, but they don't understand. Like it takes so much more than that. Like it takes so much more than that to have a, a six figure business. You guys know you have to have the marketing and the audience and the product and like all that has to be aligned. But they just teach you like, oh, you pay us $23,000, you get a life coach and then you're a certified life coach and you make a six figure business. It does not work that way. I really don't think life coaching is a business. Like I don't. <laughs> I think like I I th- said this the other day, but when I started it was like blogging was like being kind of sold as like, oh, this is like you make all this money blogging, which we all know is like how long that takes, right? And what a grind that is. That's a hard way. That's a hard way to like make money, right? I did it. A lot of people did it, but it's hard. Like that's a lot of work and it takes a long time and you gotta be really good and you gotta have like the amount of content you need is like a lot, right? And it was like being sold to people like, oh, you become a blogger. But the people that were making money blogging, they were using their blog traffic to bring customers to their business. So the people that were the most successful with blogs and still are like the most successful with blogs, they had a product or a service that they offered that was already really good. They were already an expert at something. They had something people wanted. They were really good at providing that service. And then they started a blog and they got people to come and then they had all these customers and they made it into a digital product and they sold all this stuff, right? And so the blog wasn't really the business. The blog was like how you get customers to your business. That's what I used to always say when I was uh, like teaching people blogging. I was like, don't think about your blog like the business. The blog is just how you get customers to come to your business. The blog is not the business. And I think that about life coaching. It's like life coaching is not the business. It's like you have to be able to have a, a get a result for people that they want, right? And you have to be very, 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 very good at it. But like, you don't just like start a blog and then have a six figure business or get a life coach certification and have a six figure business. Like that's not how it works. It's like one tiny little piece in this huge puzzle. And so it really pisses me off that a lot of these certifications I was looking into, I was trying to find more affordable options because people are always asking me where to get certified because they love the coaching in the mastermind and they want to offer that to their people. And I think that's awesome. And so I was like, let me find somewhere I can send them. 
But the places, and I'm not saying this, uh, that I researched every place, and I'm not bashing every certification. I'm sure there's a lot of really great ones. But a lot of them I looked at, I was just like, I just don't think this is worth 10 grand. Like, I just don't. Like, I just don't think that this is, I just don't. Like, that's my opinion. And so I was like, fuck this. I'm going to make my own. <laughs> that's like the solution I came up with. Is like, I'll just put what I would teach you and what I would tell you about coaching people, what I know from being a social worker and working with a lot of people and kind of doing this work my whole life like I've been counseling people my whole life like this is like my you know I haven't been a marketer my whole life but before that I was a social worker I worked in domestic violence I worked with kids in the juvenile detention center I worked at Outward Bound like I was doing counseling I worked at Habitat for Humanity with low-income families like this is like my life's work I feel like and so I was like you know I don't claim to know everything and I sure shit don't claim like you're gonna take this course and like just have a six-figure business because I think that's a fucking ridiculous misleading thing to tell people but I will tell you like I think it will help you get results for your people if you want to learn some like really solid skills that you can use to create programs that people really like and that will be helpful and will get people results then I think you should join the coach course and I decided one of the reasons that I decided to put it in the mastermind and not launch it and not sell it was because I'm annoyed at the industry. I'm annoyed at these certifications everybody's selling. I'm annoyed at the pricing. I'm annoyed at the pricing of business coaching. I'm annoyed at the pricing of these masterminds. I'm over it. And so I was like, you know, I think, and this, this is how I think about things that you can like take or leave this. And this might not be useful to all of you guys, but I think sometimes you have to disrupt like the industry a little bit. And I kind of see that as like a disruption where it's like, I'm going to tell you, like, I think these certifications are bullshit. I don't think they're worth the money. And I think they're overpriced and I'll give you one in my membership. And I think that's a little bit disruptive to what is going on where everybody's selling these $23,000 certifications, $25,000 coaching certifications, $10,000 coaching certifications. You know, and I'm not saying we'll never do that because I do think about turning it into a certification and we have had discussions about that. But for right now, what feels aligned to me with what's going on in the industry and the experiences I just had is like, I'm just going to put it in the mastermind. I'm not even charging my current students anything for it. Everybody in the mastermind, which is over 200 people, and you bet your ass, and I love them too, but you bet your ass if I launched that as a program, half of them would have bought it. <laughs> Especially if I made it like 500 bucks or something. But like, I just don't want to make business decisions about making a quick buck. I want to make business decisions based on like integrity and what I want to see in the industry and how I want to serve my people. And I, I don't think every business decision you have to be has to be about maximizing profit all the time. And I'm tired of seeing it in the coaching industry. I'm tired of seeing this like hyper fixation and glorification of being fucking rich at the expense of your community and your clients and like you're just selling them stuff all the time like I don't know I just whatever this is like my little stand I guess that I wanted to make with the industry of just like fuck this what I see is wrong I do not like it I'm not treating my people that way and we're doing things differently over here and you know it's not like a huge stand <laughs> But it's like my little stand, I guess, or like my little kind of middle finger to the experiences like I had in the industry in the last year. You know, I went into that experience being someone who wholeheartedly believed in investing in the business at a very high level, believed in the power of coaching, believed in masterminds, believed in community, 
And I came out of it, I'm telling you what, I'm just like, I don't think I'll ever pay that to ever be in a group again. Like I had a very shitty time in that. My experience investing in there was like very not what I thought it was going to be, not what I was sold. And that's what it is, right? And I think a lot of people have that experience. I don't think I'm alone in that. And so I hope more people will just start talking about their experiences in investing in their business. And I think we can have an open conversation here about how do you make good business decisions? We all have to invest if we're going to have businesses, right? We all have to be able to make investments. And I think you have to decide for yourself kind of your criteria for how you're going to make those decisions about how much of your profits do you want to invest before you're making profit? How much of your own money do you want to invest? Like the business I'm starting with Airbnb, like that's my money. That business doesn't have any money. I'm loaning that business money. Like I'm loaning it 50. I'm, this is how I think about it, right? It's like, I'm taking $50,000 and I'm loaning it to our like Airbnb startup. Like I'm loaning it to that business. That business is going to pay me back and more. And we have a plan to do that. And so to me, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to take this money here. I'm going to put it there. It's going to stay there for a while. I fully expect that money to be tied up there for a while before the business can pay us back. Right. But eventually that business will pay us that money back plus much, much more. And to me, that like makes it a good investment. You want to think about your business investments that way. I'm going to take some of my money. So if you don't have profit, if you have profit, you decide, you just decide what percentage of your profit you want to spend on courses and education and business growth, right? That's what I did. I just picked how much do I want to spend a month percentage wise of our profit on education, coaching, reinvesting, right? And I do think as the business has grown, the ROI on those returns is much lower. The ROI for education for me used to just be like huge. And it's just not that anymore. It's just the level that we're at is different. So there'll be different kind of seasons for investing in different things. Probably the things that would make me the biggest ROI now where we are isn't education and coaching. It's ads, it's team members, stuff like that. So what you invest in also changes over time. But I just want people thinking about this strategically so you're not gambling, like putting all this money down so you can like try to hit it big. Like that's not a good way of investing in your business. That's not strategic. That's not how I want you guys making decisions. So anyway, this was a lot. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying all this. <laughs> you guys think I'm going to get canceled? Is this when I finally get canceled on the internet? I guess we'll find out. It feels a little, I, I don't think, I mean, I really wasn't trying to be mean to anybody I'm just like being honest about my experience I had, right? And so I'm not saying like this person is bad or they're a bad person or like, I don't think that, right? I just think like I did not have a good experience in that program and I see things that are a problem. And to me, right, it's not, not a problem to everybody. There's lots of people still in there that don't have a problem with it, right? But to me, I, these were things I thought were problems. These are like my opinions and experiences, Nothing is like right or wrong. Like, you know, like I said, I'm not like God. It's not like the truth. It's just like, this is my, this is what happened. These are my thoughts about it. That's it. Okay. So some of you guys have been asking what happened. That's what it is. That's where we're at. That's kind of, I guess, why I've been, it probably makes sense. I feel like to you guys, like why I've been making the decisions I've been making, hopefully. And I just encourage you. I just encourage you, like, I don't want you guys to be scared to invest in your business or anything. Like, you know, I've made a lot of investments that have made me a lot of money. 
if I had never invested in this business, I wouldn't have the life I have, which I love so much and I'm so thankful for every day. You know, I'd probably still be broke. I'd probably still be working a nine to five, living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, this business saved my life in so many ways. And so the invest, I just want to leave with like, I don't know, like a positive note that like, like I've made some good investments and some bad investments, but overall I would do it all again if it meant I get what I have now. Like I would do it all again. Like just so you know, it was totally worth it. Even the bad investments. No one I know in business has only made good investments. Like you're going to make some good investments and some bad investments. Even when you're in real estate, you make some good investments and bad investments. When you're in um, coaching and you're trying to learn marketing, like you're going to make some good investments and some bad investments. All of us are going to have that experience. It doesn't mean you need to be like, be afraid it just means like take a minute and think about what's going on. Think critically, fucking question everybody, okay? The other trend I see that really pisses me off is there's a lot of like, don't think negative things about your coach or don't like think negative things about people's programs because it'll impact your results. That's bullshit. Always, always be on your questioning game. Always be like looking around. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> like be smart. <laughs> The times when I've like done the dumbest things, I think, or the times when I felt like these other coaches knew more than me. I felt like, oh, they're like so fancy and they really know what they're doing. And so I'll just kind of like blindly shut up and like try to listen to them and do what they say. And it didn't work. It didn't work at all. And it, it, some of the poorest business decisions I made, I feel like came from that place. So just stay in your power that you know what you're doing. You know what's best for you. You know what the right things to do are. And then from that place, make an empowered decision about is this investment I want to make? How am I going to get the ROI? And can I afford to take the hit if it doesn't pay out the way I think? If we couldn't afford to take the hit on this property and we could, were potentially going to be like homeless or it would potentially put the health of my business at risk or like if we couldn't straight up just afford to lose that money, which would still be painful and suck. I would like, trust me, that's a lot of money to me. That's not a small amount of money. Trust me, I was like sweating last night thinking about spending that much money on a house. It was crazy to me to spend that much money on a house. Are you kidding me? That like seems fucking insane. I feel like I'm in the Looney Tunes. <laughs> but I just thought about it and I was like, you know, I can afford to take the risk and I'm going to do it. Like this is something I've always wanted to do and I can afford to do it. And I always think like if you get an opportunity to do the things you want to do in life, you have to take it because you might not ever get another shot. And I've always felt like that growing up poor. I always felt like I'm not going to get very many opportunities. I was always, kind of, especially when I was young, I was like always kind of aware, like I'm only going to get so many shots to like have something different in my life. There's not going to be a lot. But I was like, but as long as I always take them, as long as I always make them work, as long as like, I'm like, if you throw me a fucking opportunity, I will grab that sucker and I will do something with it. And I just knew if I did that, it would be okay, right? And and I always thought, felt like that. I was always like, there's not going to be a lot. Like, there's not going to be very many. And I still kind of feel like that, and, you know, and that's part of the reason we're doing the house. It's like, we have the money. I've always wanted, like, to have a house here where my family is. I've always wanted to travel and have a partner to travel with. And we don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, I, we're not guaranteed any time here. So I don't know how much longer I have to be alive. I know that's morbid, but I've always kind of been like that. I always think like, I don't know, like we're all on borrowed time here. And so if you have the opportunity to do something you want and you want to have a business and you have the means to do it, fucking do it. Like take some risks, you know, sometimes I think like 
the only way you get what you want in life is when you're willing to risk something, right? And I think people often see the life that I have and, like, everything, and they think, like, oh, it, it looks amazing, and it is. But most people aren't willing to make the kind of risks and sacrifices I made to have this life and to have this business because it has not been easy. It really hasn't. It has required a lot of sacrifices, a lot of doing things that were uncomfortable, a lot of doing things that were very, very scary, a lot of things that like made me want to barf over and over and over again. It's like every year, sometimes I feel like, God, like, you know, is, is there ever a time where it's just easier? But I just don't feel like I'm on that path. I'm on a path of like, I value challenge and I value growth and discovery and I want to be an impactful leader. And I can't do that if I'm just like laying on the beach all day. It's like I have to be in the trenches doing things that are expansive and hard and doing the work. Otherwise, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like that, I don't have any purpose otherwise. So anyway, that's a whole separate rant. I'm going to get off of here. This is now over an hour long. So, <laughs> sorry, podcast fam. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If this resonated with you, leave a comment and let me know. I'm always curious what you guys think, um, especially about stuff like this. And this was hard for me to talk about, but I hope it was helpful for you guys. And if you have any questions, you know, put them in the Facebook group. I'm always happy to do some extra lives or a part two or something if you guys have questions or need clarification. There's a lot of nuances to this conversation, and, like, I understand that, you know, but... I think it's a conversation we can have. I have invested a lot and had a lot of good experiences and bad experiences. I'm very transparent. I'm happy to talk about any of it. If you guys want to know who the coaches are, you can DM me on Instagram. I don't feel like I need to put people on blast on the podcast, but it's not a secret either. So that's that. So I'll talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for letting me get all this out. The coach course is starting this week in the mastermind. We're going to do a new module, two new modules a month and a Q&A. So you'll get three coaching related pieces of content every month in the mastermind until that program is done. It's going to be excellent. I think it will be my best date work to date. And you guys also, if you join, you should really join right now because we're taking submissions for the summer bundle and you can get email leads to grow your email list. And then you can use the launch line course to sell things to them. So you can get the ROI from the mastermind. I'm like, help me help you. <laughs> That's why we started doing the bundles and the summits. Cause I wanted people in the mastermind to be able to get enough email leads from the mastermind that they could make the ROI. So I really do everything I can to try to help you guys get that return. Like, I don't want it to be a theoretical course. Like I want you to actually use it to make money and we're doing that in there. So you can join right now. You can get the coach course and the summer bundle as a bonus at no extra charge. It's all included in your membership. $97 a month for business coaching. And I'll see you guys later. Bye.